Next on Tech Edge, apps for working with exceptional students. And today we're going to talk about apps for working with exceptional children. And the first thing we're going to tackle are some apps about tracking behavior. And um, I've spent a lot of time teaching in special education classrooms. And one of the things that you want to start with is understanding what students are doing, how frequently they're doing it, how many uh, things, how many behaviors you're seeing. Because our impressions as we are teaching in the classroom, maybe a little bit off. So uh, you could have a behavior that seems really irregular or very disruptive, but until you measure and see how frequently it happens and how much disruption it causes, you don't really know. So uh, two of the apps that we're going to look at today are going to be about tracking student behaviors. The reason I love the first one, which is called Track and Share, is it actually is very open-ended. Uh, the light version, which is free, has a lot of options and can be used. You don't have to uh, expand it. You know, a lot of the apps where there's a light version and then there's a, a version you have to pay for, you really use the light version to try it out and then decide if you're going to pay for it. In the case of Track and Share, I think that light app is enough for anybody to use in their classroom. And the best thing about it is that flexibility to create your own measures, which I love. The second piece is um, Ecov SPED. And that one comes with a very expensive software that you install on your computer, but you can't try it out. But do you need the software in order to use it? You don't really need the software to use it, but however, to transfer the results, so if you want to transfer the results without manually writing them down and moving it, yes, you will need it. But you can use it, and the advantage of the EcoSped is it does a lot of the things that Track and Share does. So if you're using those things, I would say get Track and Share, don't worry about Eco. What it is very, very good at is doing time recording. So you can have timestamps, you can record how many times in a, a specific time frame that you're measuring, you're actually seeing the behavior. Whereas in Track and Share, you measure it separately and then you enter it. So those are two very different approaches to the measurement. So are they, can you personalize them or are they what you get in the app is what you use? In Ecov, if you're just using the app and you're not using the computer-based module, what you see is what you get. So there's a set of measurements they've created, and you can use them. Uh, you can't add new students either, so you've got to play around with that as well. In Track and Share, you can actually define your own measures and start seeing the results, so it's a lot more open-ended, and I love that about it. it. There's another version of Track and Share called Autism Lite, and it is very, very similar with some specific modules built for autistic children. So that we'll go briefly over that. But again, the similarities are tremendous. And finally, I want to talk a little bit about a, an app called Autism DX. And it's an app that gives information about autism. And the reason I like this one is I think this is a very high quality one. Uh, when you look at apps that give information about different conditions, and there's ones about uh, bipolar disorder, 
there's ones about dyslexia and others, you want to really carefully monitor the source, especially if you're trying to direct parents to information, mm -hmm. because some of them give really bad information. So, for example, in Autism DX, there's a really nice uh, reference to dietary solutions to autism, to making autism better. Most of them do not have real research support. So, Autism DX says that very, very clearly, which is what I like. Other apps seem to support that and say, how do you control this with, uh, with diet? And you don't want to push parents in the direction of things that aren't proven and will not truly help. So, so really, this is the place where if you are directing parents or even yourself to getting more information, you want to make sure that this is really high quality information and you're really getting what you need. So I'm not as familiar with working with exceptional students. Is, are any of these okay to use in the mainstream classroom? Absolutely. I think track and share can be used in, a ma in the mainstream classroom with special education students, especially if there are IEPs and you're tracking something specific. But also, you can use it to track things as simple as words per minute. So if you're doing fluency checks and you're doing it with all of your students or you're doing any other measurement that is the same measurement over time, you can actually create a measure within track and share that'll help graph it over time and show you. So that's that's a great question and that's also something the track and share will do very, very well. In the case of the EcoSped uh, piece, that's a lot less likely. So this is built for very intensive observations. Maybe if you're a school psychologist or a special education teacher, that'll work a little bit well. But as a regular classroom teacher, while you're teaching, it's not going to work, most okay. likely, because you not you don't have enough attention span really to address that at the same time. Okay. So let's go to the apps. Okay, this is track and share, and you can see that in the first page, what you get is you get a calendar, and then you get some measures on the side. And what you can see here is we can see different screens, and you can define screens. So, for example, if I want to add a student. I can tap here to add a screen for different students. So instead of defining a new realm you're interested in, you get a new student in. This will be Ty. And so I save. And now I have a student called Ty, and I can go to Ty. And you can see that we haven't tracked anything with Ty because he didn't exist until a second ago. So we can now add to what Ty is doing by editing and creating a new item. Let's say we want to know if Ty made homework or did his homework or not. We can add a yes no box. So we select the item type and then we can enter a name for the item. This item is homework. And it's active on what days? It's active on the weekdays, weekends. We don't know if he does this. And it shows on Thai screen, but we can actually show it on everybody's screen. So now all of my students have a homework. We go to track. You see that paw, that's the track. And now we can start marking whether, in this case, Sarah did her homework. So we can mark it as a yes, enter. 
and we can enter it for the rest of the week. Let's say she didn't do it on Friday, she did do it on Wednesday, she did do it here. Oh, so that's great that you can go back and yes. mark days. The second nice thing is that you can add a note on any day, so you can actually say what happened during that day and add that note right there. And so that's one thing you can track, and that's on Sarah's, but if we created a new item, because I talked about this, uh, we can talk about whether um, you have, hmm, you can do some data entry with numbers, so this is a number and we will call it words correct per minute, so it's a measure of uh, fluency. Now we can start tracking and then we go to words correct per minute and you can see that there's a dial and let's say that Sarah today read 120 min words per minute. We've got two measures and you can have more than one measure per day. Uh, the following day she read 100 words per minute, 33, etc. So you can enter values as you go along very easily. And I just entered four days so we can track it because the next thing I want to show you is that you can graph out of each page. If you go to graph, what you can see is you, we have two graphs here that look at, this one looks at homework and this is about a week's worth of homework. So you can see that it tracks it day by day. You can also look at cumulative week by week. You see this is daily average. And uh, you can actually do it monthly. And you can actually scroll forwards and backwards through the school year so you can see how students are doing. This is what we just entered, which was the words correct per minute. The red line, we didn't set it, but you can actually set a goal. So let's say her goal was 120 words per minute, then it would show up up there. Right now it's at zero. And you can see the graph that tracks her uh, words correct per minute across that week. This is the ECOV observation software, special education. And we are right now default observer. We'll choose one of the test classes. And we can use, is this a new observation? Yes, and we're looking at one of the students. And again, these are the students that uh, are entered into the program. If you want to actually use it and enter your own students, you will have to use the software. So you want to check out for that because the software is quite expensive. So there are things like checklists. This is a simple checklist um, with the questions and then you just mark yes or no, but you can take things. This is what I like. This is time on task, and you can see that there are categories of being on task or being, there are four types of off-task behaviors, and you can actually use the help function to get a clear definition, an operational definition of what those are. But the minute you start, you can see that the clock starts measuring, and right now, and this is, so this is the number of seconds this has happened and this is the percentage of time that the student was on task. And now if I press the different one as I observe, you can see that the time changes as do the percentages. So right now it's just a general off task that's not clearly defined. This is off task with behavior issues. 
socializing with friends, and he's back on task. Now again, we ran this right now for 40 seconds, but you can see how you quickly get a measure that tells you exactly what you've observed. And if you had the software, you could actually transfer it. If not, you would have to copy it. But if you just need a measure, you can get this free version, do the observation, write it down, and move it on. And as I said, there are a lot of other ways to measure it. The big advantage over the track and share is the ability to use that time. And you can also do timestamp and write comments as you're observing. So this is Ecove. This is Autism DX. And I like this one, again, because it's simple. It gives a simple introduction of, to what autism is, a, a little bit about diagnosis, treatment, and therapies. And as I said, what I really like about this is watching out for unproving therapies. This is good for us as teachers to get some understanding if for the first time in our life where we have a student with autism in our classroom. And you can see that there's some about diagnosis from screening and going on. A lot about treatment, especially applied behavior analysis. There's also uh, links to their online websites and blog, so you might want to explore those as well. This time we talked about apps for working with exceptional children. Thanks for watching, and next time we'll be talking about teaching with exceptional children.